What's up? What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host, Walter, with... Francis. And this is episode 57. Guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in and staying tuned. If you guys could spend 30 seconds of your time just to write a review, we sincerely appreciate it. Anything and everything that you guys give us is awesome. Anyways, enough of that, though. Sess, how have you been, dude? Pretty good. This past week, made some IGTV videos. Past couple days, I have (laughs) just today and yesterday so i can't say this is a habit or anything but i started waking up at 6 a.m um i forget what it was just like some youtube videos about waking up earlier and it's not like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm switching from uh waking up at 10 30 a.m and then you know shifting it i'm only waking up maybe (laughs) an hour earlier that's still Um, good but it's a yeah it's it's been good and i think the bigger change is trying again this is two days that i'm going by uh the bigger change is like knowing right away in the morning what i'm gonna do where Mm. i could often just wake up and then really think about like what i should do for half an hour like you know well i I, i'm pretty good about not I, i i block uh like social network sites and uh different apps on my phone Shout out to the Freedom app. Uh, it just blocks sites. It's just a VPN thing, I think, that blocks different addresses. So, But still, a lot of times I'll wake up and I'll think, oh, should I go to the gym? Should I try to work out here? Should I go for a run? Should I try to write? Like, trying to do these different things. But uh, now, I know, 6 a.m., I just try to get moving. And I, I wrote down my routine. Um Let's see. I think I got it. Uh, Let's do it. One second. So it's wake up, 6 a.m., and then here we go. I told myself this is the hardest it will get, which is kind of true, but (laughs) probably not. I mean, (laughs) because, you know, the first night you you wake up really or like you you plan to sleep early and then you're able to wake up early the next day. Actually, it was probably harder this morning trying to just get up. Uh, anyway, put one of these motivational videos on. Uh, strap, <laughs> strap the AirPods on as fast as possible. Um, and then I put... Uh, it's like this compilation. You've seen probably if you go on YouTube and just search motivation. It's a bunch of these different speeches that someone compiled. Uh, it has like... The, the one that I was watching has like Denzel Washington, The Rock... Uh, <laughs> Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher, Tom Billu. It's a bunch of people you you'd probably the expect. Best ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony Robbins. Um, and it, it felt like kind of goofy at first, but then I was like, "Oh, this is actually this is really getting to me." Uh, and like Jocko, <laughs> uh, I put like it, it makes you feel like uh, like you're worthless, but in a good way because they, they say things like. Um, you you know you're lazy blah 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 but not anymore <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get up you're gonna get after it and yeah it, it's it's felt pretty good i think the key thing is working out right away that's good um feels good after and just removing that decision of like will i have time this morning to work out and also try to make some dumb youtube video <laughs> like or like try to draw <laughs> no um, just knowing that there's time to do all of that is has been pretty good. 
How's your good, week? Good, man. Hope Dude, you didn't feel great. worthless this week, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's been good. Uh, just been filming clients, did a barbershop, working on that. Went to Comic-Con. Uh, no, I didn't go inside Comic-Con. I just went... So I guess uh, Gaslamp or San Diego, uh, downtown San Diego, does like this whole fair that's outside. They close the streets, and you basically just walk around, and then all the restaurants are open. So I just decided to do a little vlog and uh, do just like videotape a bunch of random people and just show it like a day in San Diego. And that was uh, that was pretty much like my weekend. And then going into work before vacation uh it was it's been pretty it's been pretty insane so actually my friend ty uh he works with me now so he's going to he's been helping me this whole time so it's been good it's been great uh but yeah and then i you know i guess uh next week i'm i'm going to new york (laughs) i was gonna save that for the end um (laughs) sorry yeah so surprise it'll be pretty sick still planning out like what we'll do but yeah, um, should be amazing. Your first time in New York, right? <laughs> right, first time in New York and first time in Philadelphia. First time so on the East Coast. First time East Coast. Oh, yeah, no, 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 to be honest, no. you, you were in Miami, which is oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. considered East Coast. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I I still haven't seen like the Statue of Liberty or or anything New Yorky. I always just see it on TV, and then like you know, I always wanted to do the Rocky Balboa steps. <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah, I definitely want to do that. Uh, spoiler, it feels awesome. <laughs> so. Is it really? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was going to ask, like, if I was to go to Philadelphia, is there, like, uh, like a, a Mark Wahlberger that I should, or, um, or a Ben Roethlisberger I should, I should try or something like that? <laughs> shout out to your sister. She probably has, Linda has probably good, uh. Good taste? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she'll know what to, where to take you. Um. Awesome. Oh yeah, are you gonna get Philly cheesesteaks? You gotta get <laughs> there, oh, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's like the two uh two Philly cheesesteak spots uh, that are right next to each other. They're all right. <laughs> but it's kinda like uh, you have to go. Um I guess I was kinda underwhelmed when I went. Oh, that's that's they, brutal. They were both like pretty good. I think it was like it's one of those things where you you build up this picture of it in your head. Yeah. But you kind of know the ingredients in a Philly cheesesteak, and it's not like <laughs> you, they're sourcing it from anywhere different. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. I got a bunch of them. Um, what, what are the two places? Is it Tony Luke's? And um, anyway. Yeah, yeah excellent it, question. <laughs> it's good to yeah, yeah get that, fuel your day, then jog the steps. Yeah, I was also, also wondering... Is the Rocky Balboa statue like nearby the steps, or is yeah. it like somewhere? Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's not like next to them. I think it's around okay, the corner, was... from what I remember. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I was thinking it was like right on top. I was like, dude, that's gonna be so sick if it's on top. Right. I think that was the first right. East Coast city I ever went to. It was that or DC, really? but I remember like walking around and uh-huh. thinking this is this is much different, or it feels different. There's a lot of statues. That's what I remembered. A lot of statues yeah. there. Uh, last time I was there was for, I don't know if this was the last time. Maybe the, uh, on a, a different time, but it was for uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh, what? Um, you went to a tournament? There was a Grand Prix. Yeah, Grand Prix nice. Philly 2015, I think. Maybe 2014. 
2015, I think it was. Um, How'd you do? <laughs> how'd I do is uh, how my week usually is pretty good. I didn't make <laughs> I didn't make day two. I think it was like four or three. Uh, I, I I was I started Aww. off hot actually, so I got yeah. to I remember this. Yeah, I got to four one, and then I was like, oh dang, that's um, really good. I'm I'm ra- I got like three wins in a row. It's looking good, and then I lost. Um, oh. Anyway, yeah, I, great story. Do you remember right? what I was winning and then I lost. You were playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you know what colors? I guess it was Born of the Gods. I think it was, and I was playing uh, probably some kind of blue deck, blue black maybe. Oh, so, I'd be no, so no, no, no. It was it was like <laughs> a black deck, and then I lost to someone playing a blue deck. I, I just yeah, anyway. I made some bad decisions, is what I remember <laughs> when I lost. And yeah, we had to like, <laughs> I was like baffled. I had to go like, ref, not not really, but you know, you wait. Oh, you, really? You, you had like, a question? Yeah, yeah, I say like ref, but I probably like slowly put my hand up and uh, you know had social anxiety. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You had a question. I mean, I would have, I would have not asked. I would just been like, okay, I guess that that I guess that flies. I'm sure. You yeah. know how all these magic. The magic players they're all like the the most common word they use is sure so i like to that day i still remember just saying sure oh when yeah you're right I, yeah i just remember looking at something that just did not make sense and then i didn't even like you know with my social awkwardness i was just like sure I, like i didn't want to press any further because i was just like wait what happened on this is an instant that you did that yeah and i i, I got so irritated i was like does that really actually work? And then I just like I, I brushed it off. So I was like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's the best when you uh, <laughs> not that this happened often, but like Friday Night Magic, and then you're destroying someone, and then yeah. they're like, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're right though. It's like uh, it's a bad thing. Yeah. When you're it's a- when you're saying it. Uh, the theme of the week, we, we didn't really, like, lead <laughs> oh, yeah. into it. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> we could, though. Magic the Gathering has its own mythology. There's oh. different stories on the cards, different stories for, and, you know, a few different storylines, and I think maybe timelines. I never got too into the story. Uh, or I, I was probably, like, into reading it, but didn't uh, read the novels or anything, so I don't know how it all lines up. Uh, and this week, we're talking myths. Much more boring myths. This is a Norse mythology <laughs> or Magic the Gathering mythology. We're going to be talking about um, psychological. It's not, psychological myths sounds pretty pretty cool too, but it's more like uh, these like um, beliefs about psychology that turn into uh, go from like research paper and then then they go into books and then eventually like become so generalized uh, that. It's like oh, like the it's that game of telephone, where you like general like make it for a more and more casual audience until we start saying, for example, like the ten thousand hour rule, which we talked about last week. Um, yeah, the, a lot of people say like oh, it's a myth or it's like misunderstood. So a lot of this is going to be based on this article by Nat Eliason. Uh, so check that out. We'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, psych- psychology myths and it's a, it's a pretty good article about it's like 16 myths uh we'll do like a run through at the end but this week we're gonna focus on just a few um so <clears throat> one of them one of our favorite topics is grit 
uh another one willpower depletion and i guess yeah two is pretty good uh to talk about so but first let's talk about like some myths and some beliefs so do you remember any myths growing up um or just things that mm. I, myths uh, it's kind of like uh does make you think of those like mythologies or things like that but just like beliefs that you had um yeah um, I will. I will admit, like the the list that you were writing down, uh, I just remember like hanging out with my mom and dad and all that, and that like they had to do like a physical or something, and then I just remember listening to the doctor talking about how bad cholesterol is, and I just remember that really, like it was, they were telling me that they have to lower their cholesterol and all that stuff, which is probably pretty true, but then I. I believed that a lot of the foods were pretty bad in the first place, but I didn't really care because I was just a kid. <laughs> but, um, like, I, I, I just remember a lot of the healthy stuff that they thought was good um, wasn't that good, actually. I'm trying to remember, like, the rice. I think, I think there was this thing that brown rice was supposed to be better for you, and I don't think that's true still. Yeah, I, I get it. This it's an it's it depends kind of thing where like yeah yeah, well, yeah. Uh, what you're following and things like that and different diets and uh, I guess that's what I've learned as an adult. <laughs> it's like it depends. <laughs> um, yeah. here's something that yeah. So like you said, my my mom would let me drink as much orange juice as I wanted growing up, which is uh, oh, like Sunny D, right? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, no, no, no. Even like even in that case, maybe she would think like. Um, oh, we were just talking, like, oh, orange juice, it's fruit. <laughs> it's, like, real fruit. Um, where, like, Sunny D, it's, like, like r- fresh-squeezed orange juice is better than Sunny D because Sunny D is fake, and, oh, and to yeah. some extent, probably that's true, but then, like, just the amount of sugar that you can drink, because I would drink probably, like, most of a carton of, like, Grove Stand <laughs> Tropicana. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, now we know. I love that drink. <laughs> yeah, like, that much sugar is probably not good to take in um and yeah i guess there's a lot of that growing up uh even like cholesterol like you eating a lot of eggs is probably a good maybe not like not quite a good thing but it's not as bad for you as like like if i went to like 1996 and um ate like 12 eggs in front of my dad I think he would lose it because it it was a big thing yeah like saturated fat and cholesterol and saturated um, fats yeah yeah, and I remember my like distinctly my dad explaining like, oh, you eat saturated fat, it goes directly into your arteries and hardens, and I, I, I had that <laughs> picture in my head of like these claws, and it's like, oh, that's not like precisely how it works. Uh, so, yeah. Oh man, what I'm trying to remember what other things was was like a myth. Oh, I don't know if this is okay. As a kid, I always thought that when I turn off the TV, like. The whole thing goes on pause. Is that is that considered right? <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this before, I think. Where there's the I think Chuck Klosterman talks about this. He thought that yeah. uh, laugh tracks uh, when you're watching a sitcom are other <laughs> yeah. other people around the world. Like, so he would laugh as hard as possible into the speaker, <laughs> thinking other people could hear it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then I remember like the first one of the first things getting the internet, um, among other things that you would do on the internet. I, I yeah. would look, you know, there'd be like three websites that have all the movie myths, 
that like yeah uh, oh my god yeah and it's like just like a, <laughs> three pages and it just lists every movie with different mi- like there's a dead guy in the background of wizard of yeah. the, uh, wizard of oz um and you, there's like a a tiny tiny screenshot of it and you're like oh that's real <laughs> oh yeah the whole blurry picture yeah dude um let's see i i kind of figured oh the whole wrestling thing last one uh, that I really was so stub- stubborn about was I always thought wrestling was so real and like that drama was was like the most realist thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, everyone just kept telling me, and then I was just kept I kept, I kept ignoring them. That's the that was the bad thing. Right? Yeah. There there is that uh, transition period from where you think it's completely real, then you start mm-hmm. to think it's some things are are fake and you're in the yeah. like, gray zone and, and then, <laughs> then you realize like oh this is all fake um yeah okay so in this article just like continuing on from last week yeah. a little bit we talked about practice and the ten thousand hour rule last week so um this is what the article has to say about that uh there are two problems with the ten thousand hour theory first not all fields are alike I could invent a game right now, say boosted board juggle racing, where you weave in and out of NYC traffic while juggling on an electric skateboard. And if I spent a week or two working on it, I'd probably be an expert, mostly because no one else would be stupid enough to do it. (laughs) Um, And then further on, uh, 10,000 hours goofing off on the golf course with your buddies is not the same as 10,000 hours of guided instruction from a pro. So... Yeah, I get kind of like the two points there are um, expert is defined differently for not not defined differently, but like it, it means something different uh, as far as how how much experience it takes to get there. Like, right? If you invent something, then you're you're an expert there, right? And then also just like the hours aren't the same as far as the effort mm-hmm. goes. Um, and I think this is where I. Uh, I I really like Malcolm Gladwell and like the stuff he writes, so I can yeah. be like a bit of a like def- defender or like uh, when I, I think it's that when people like directly say that he uh, he like misconstrued it or whatever. Um, I think I think he again we talked about it last week. Like I think it's it's more a good thing to spread that idea that um, practice will get you somewhere. And that's like yeah. the general idea. I I think that yeah, if you have this idea that that number exactly ten thousand is the one, then that can be bad. Right. Well, I was I was thinking about it. Um, ten thousand hours. Okay. If you equate that, how long is that? Almost. Uh, was it? Well, it, it's roughly like. I'm trying to. I can't remember exactly. I just remember hearing it on the, on the uh, talent code explaining that but then they were explaining how deep practice is actually more important than just regular like goofing off practice like you know um, it's like five years of full work full-time yeah work. i think it's just like full yeah exactly oh there it is full-time work um do you believe that that malcolm gladwell did kind of construe it or just for the fact that he explained it, it kind of makes sense though right yeah yeah, I th- I think it's just like uh, I just well, whatever think your perspective on is. Him, though, like that's the thing. if if yeah. you, it is wrong if you 
if you say like, oh, 10,000 hours is the same thing for every domain and all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, even Gladwell will say, he, he's, he has this uh, good New Yorker article from like 2013 that talks about um, kind of defending, defending yeah. himself. No, and he talks about it where like um, someone called out like, oh, to be a national, uh, to be at the basketball level of a national player, um, mm-hmm. you don't have to put in that much time, like 10,000 hours. And then he said, well, uh, a national, the definition of like a national, a person playing for a national team, uh, the study that was refuting whatever the 10,000 hour thing was on Australian basketball players, like the Australian national team. And mm-hmm. uh, Gladwell had a good point. Like, well, that's not the top level of basketball. You have to take starters at the NBA level. And you won't find a single starter there that before they joined the league didn't have 10,000 hours oh, of practice. Right, right, right. Um, or like a starting point guard. So uh, I, I think in, in a lot of cases, like he would agree with like what people say that it's not exactly 10,000 hours. He, he I, I think he agrees with that, um, that it could be more or less. And then also that um, it, it depends on like what you're doing. So, yeah, definitely. I I mean, um, like I know people, for example, with videography, people come to me for work that they know that they are not familiar with. With like, for example, they wish they could edit and all that stuff, but they don't have the time. And here's me giving them that opportunity just for for t- my time for them. And I think that's what the whole practice thing is. If you if you just stick to something that you are good at or something that you want to be good at, and then people will kind of kind of flock to you. So it's like me asking you if you could help me with website development. I know straight in my head that I could go straight to you. But do you, do you think that people make a... Like, you know how people are like, oh, he's an expert, or he's, uh, he's like the one-of-a-kind guy that you should go to. Do you think that labeling a person in their field is like... Like, you know, putting someone on career... Do you think that's a bad thing? What, to or call someone like, like an expert? No, no, no. I'm like, like, you don't want to be... Would you rather be a jack-of-all-trades or would you rather be an expert kind of thing? That's oh, kind of like my question. Yeah, I guess this is like a, <laughs> the end result thing we <clears throat> talked about. Like, yeah. Last week, like, oh, if, if your goal is to, for whatever reason, you want to be actually like the top 1% of anything, you're, yeah. you're going to have to give up being good at a lot of other stuff. Like when you really think about like, or top 0.1%. Yeah. Um, you're, you're not going to be, uh, you can't get to the top point, like the, the pro tour of like tennis without yeah. sacrificing just because of like the nature of it. Um, but if your end result is like, oh, you want to be successful in business, there's no, there's not a, like that, that's where you need to have a bunch of these different skills until you can specialize. Right. Um, and there, there's reasons that you would want to be at like this top uh, percentage, but you'll have to make sacrifice. I, I think the approach that I agree with is um, figuring yeah. out like there's certain skills that are multipliers onto like your so you have like one specialty. Say say yours is videography, um, sure. or is someone that writes, or someone that's an expert in I, I don't know like <laughs> something. Well, if you take um, and then you, you figure out like your success metric, right? Like if it mm-hmm. is money, then the absolute fastest editor 
is going like like if, taking videography the fastest mm-hmm. editor um will probably will be able to get a job but if he if he's not able to like communicate like communication is one of those like multipliers oh is yeah these general skills of like about. communication yeah. or public speaking or mm-hmm. um you, you find out like those things are so important and then they can you can stack that on top of things and you multiply it and being able to write it allows yeah. you to like scale to the internet because you can share that writing with other people and they can see your expertise. But if you, if you're the, the best editor, but no one can see your work, there's no way really for you to prove it. Then what, what's the matter? Um, that's true. I, I totally agree. So if you can get to 80% in two things, then that's probably better. And not, not to say like, money is the only metric like if it's happiness in some way or um popularity it's like no yeah i totally agree i I still think that yeah like your the money like all the income that you're actually making on the 80 percent of what you're doing is kind of like a is very common metric i believe it's just and then if even if you take you know like oh uh, i don't care about making money blah 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 or i want to impact the most like the biggest number of people in a positive way. Right. You can't do that if you don't have good communication skills or if you don't know how to reach a bunch of different people. Like that's a different skill set than Right. Um and even like yeah, that like meta skill of learning those things is another good skill to learn because and re like learning how to talk to experts or finding them um again is like a communication thing, so Yeah, definitely agree. All right, let's just uh, keep it moving. Yeah, Yeah, keep it moving. Uh, Okay, so that was supposed to just be a recap on last week. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) jumping in, um, let's talk about ego and willpower depletion. So this is number two. So um, this is that idea. Have you heard of this? Like you have some level of willpower and then you drain it throughout the day. Mm. Um, Okay, so I'll, I'll just say like, I'll just read from this. So. Using it in a good way, um, he says, as an individual, this should be reassuring. Having to make decisions or exert willpower isn't a zero-sum game. You can keep control throughout the day, and you shouldn't make excuses to break your rules just because you worked out. Um, So (laughs) that's this thing, like, after working out, I eat terribly, and I need to be better Um, about that. And uh, have you ever found yourself doing that, like you did something and then... Dude, you did something I did it yesterday. bad. And you just say like, "Oh, <laughs> I did something good earlier." So this is fine. Yeah. No. So basically, I think it was yesterday, the day before. I just remember doing like this crazy, crazy workout, and and like after we were done, uh, I, you know, you know, you get to that idea that like, oh, I did something good for myself. I should treat myself. I should treat myself really well tonight. And uh, you know, I, I think we ate, we drank beer, we ate food, we just got. We just ate, we just went overboard. <laughs> and it's, you know how you burn enough calories just to have a good workout, but then everything kind of just gets ruined the second you're done and you're just hungry. Like my, I always have this mindset like, oh dude, my protein shake is inside the cabinet. I could just take that. But then I see like, I don't know, fried chicken or there's a beer right there. I was like, yeah, that actually sounds better. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I... Um... This article says the there is like a small effect, but uh, the bigger effect is believing it or not. 
mm. uh, where I think that's where like it can be a bad thing to believe in it. Where it, it I found it a bad thing in a way that mm. I'll say like, oh, my willpower is gone, so now I just need to, you know, <laughs> I'll eat whatever <laughs> and then try try to do this again tomorrow. And in um, yeah. better than before, this is a book by Gretchen Rubin. That way, I think we have an episode on this. Um, she calls it the moral licensing loophole. And she says, in moral licensing, we give ourselves permission to do something bad, eat potato chips, bust the budget because we've been good. We reason that we've earned or deserve it. Oh, God. That's me right there. (laughs) Yeah. Or her other example. I went running today. I've earned a few beers. Um, So, so, yeah, it's like, uh, and then further on, sometimes we don't even wait to earn or deserve something bad. We argue that we're entitled to be bad now because we plan to be good in the future. So that's like, and I've used both probably like, oh, yeah. I worked out today. Oh, that's funny. I worked out, probably like just cut to me later this evening. I worked out this morning. I'll probably work out tomorrow morning. I'll <laughs> eat this, right? That's good, man. That's good. Yeah, dude. Um, I know for sure that, you know when you know it's something's bad, but you still do it anyways. Right. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly the thing that I always get. Uh, <laughs> I always do it. I think it's just, I think it's just my personality, or it's like it's addictive personality that I do, or just the fact that I don't know. That's a tough one to say it, because I do it, and I don't know why. I just I just do it. I, is that? That's not like a myth or anything, right? Is that, is that like some psychological willpower that I'm trying to deal with? Well, I mean, do you, do you look at willpower that way? That it's like something that... Like, I could tell myself to stop, but I don't. Right. <laughs> so I, just... <laughs> uh, I watched a good video. Uh, it was Will Smith talking about this. And uh-huh. I've actually, this actually works. So when I'm going to eat something bad, I don't use it all the time. But it, I feel like when I use <laughs> yeah. it, it actually works. Because he has this video about, like, self-love. Um, yeah. And okay, don't make that face. You know? <laughs> but, like, um, it's like, oh, uh, you know you're going to feel worse. So it's like, do you love yourself? Why, like, if you do, why are you going to eat this? You're going to make yourself feel worse in the future. Like, um, oh, and it helps sometimes. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, and you could apply it to anything else like, oh, huh. uh, you could go out and get trashed, drink a lot, but you know, you're going to feel worse tomorrow. Why, why are you going to do that to yourself and things like that? So, um, oh, check good. that out. I'll, I'll try to find that yeah. video. Links on the, uh, links on the show notes, please. Yeah. Uh, I would like to. Will yeah. Smith. <laughs> Self love. Google Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Google Will Smith, <laughs> Google Will Smith. and then hit enter. <laughs> yeah. Got um, it. <laughs> Let's see. So, well, we looks like we do have time for myth number one. So this is something near and dear to us is this idea of grit. Um, so here we go. In this article, it says, for the many people who read it and told themselves, yeah, I'm gritty, or were able to create a nice narrative around how their past success was due to their grittiness, and not, say, being born in the U.S. with a high enough IQ and a good enough school system, it was a great feel-good concept that quickly caught hold. So I think I think the point here is that, like, um, using that belief in grit in a bad way would be, yeah, like, and we've talked about this, like, attributing everything you've accomplished in your life 
to how hard you've worked yourself and it's all from you like yeah probably not a good thing um and the reason i do like this article a lot is uh just that idea of like spreading the truth um Mm. so yeah so yeah like identifying what parts of these things is true or not is is great uh and then so if you use it in a good way then stick with the things you're working on I think that's a good thing. Uh, I, th- yeah, I think it's better think to believe true, in that I than to like. True, yeah, um, I, I, yeah I, I think the wrong thing to do would be to say like, "Oh well, the the grit studies are wrong." Um, okay, I'm not going to try anymore because there's no point in like. Oh, in, that's using it in a bad way. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, it, it does. It does talk about like why it's wrong. Is that. Um, some of the things there's different factors that actually go towards success. Um, and that it's actually grit is like close to this thing called industriousness, which Mm -hmm. is part of this higher level, like big five aspects. So these are things like openness to experience, conscientiousness, extroversion and introversion, agreeableness Mm. and neuroticism where Grit, like conscientious, conscientiousness is um, the thing that actually is like more attributed to success. So, uh, did you take that grit test in the book? Yeah, I think we did it on the podcast, right? Oh, you did. We did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we walked. Yeah, we walked it through it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, but uh, to go back on a grittiness on used it in bad ways. The, the way you wrote down is this, attribute your success only to grittiness, or look at other people's success, see that they preach hard work, go through that, go through that, and then feel entitled to the same results they have. So when you look at other people's success, isn't that just considered jealousy? Because I, I go through that all almost all the time, especially like on Instagram or seeing, seeing other people's gear, kind of stuff like that. Well, no, and they do. They preach hard work because they're like, oh, they they've done that just to get to where they are now. And then like, oh, look where I got. This is my gear. This is my success. Or this is the amount of videos I did. Right. Well, I mean, looking at something isn't. It's like jealousy is the response, right? And looking at yeah. like, you can look at something and then that doesn't mean that you're jealous of it. It's like jealousy is like oh. one of the responses that you would have to it. Um, and yeah, I think that's a big thing with the stuff with like social media addiction and being able to see not only like trying to keep up with the Joneses, but trying to keep up with the Joneses <laughs> of everyone in the world in a way. Right. Um, could probably be a bad thing. And yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, no, I've definitely done that. I think everyone has, right? Like you see what someone yeah, else is doing sure and it, yeah. it's not just like, even if it's not like, Oh, um, wow. Great car. Like I wish I had that car. Like I don't, I, it's it's other things like oh wow like yeah. that person has a great vacation like they're spending their free time really like in this really great way um yeah it's not just like those material things it it is that stuff like that too where you see like people that will say like oh i'm i'm putting the work in before sunrise and that kind right. of thing which can be good and it's just like you said like it's how you respond to it so you can look at something and then see that some, like I was talking about, like motivational videos about like waking up early. You can see that and then take it um, that good way. Like, oh, I'm motivated. That person did it that way. 
now I want to do that. Oh. And it's easier to do that. That's why like motivational videos are good. But you yeah. can also do that with those other things, like uh, like we talked about, like a car. Like, oh, that person did that. I want to also work yeah. and um, achieve that. <laughs> like, do do positive things to achieve that. And you can take it in yeah. like positive ways to use it as like positive motivation. Um, so, end of the grit thing. Stick with the things that you're working on. Just stick with it. <laughs> That's long to- long story short. Yeah. Believe in yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's just a weird thing of like, um, and this is probably I was trying to think of examples from like childhood where maybe that wasn't true, but it probably was a good thing. Um, I guess an example is like college a lot of people would say it's a topic of do you need college or not and we've talked about that and yeah um it can roughly be like a myth in some ways that you need to go to college to be successful that like we've probably heard from our parents like um and i i would say like that was a good thing for my life to believe like oh i need to go to college but mostly not not because i think like you need it to like there's plenty of ways to have great careers without going to college um Mm -hmm. i think for myself like if i didn't have that goal in mind then i don't know what i like what what would happen um so yeah there there are certain things so yeah it's just like um (laughs) a question of like if if the research is wrong then does that mean like believing like changing your behavior based on bad research (laughs) <laughs> it's it's just a, Dude. <laughs> a it's a uh, like a a weird thing uh, it's like if if you do a bunch of really good stuff and then you find out that it was based on false research and your behavior mm. changed mm-hmm. based on research that was proved to be wrong later like w- yeah. what do you do with that uh, <laughs> oh that's so brutal yeah Oh, I guess an example is like that, and it gets like a complicated thing that I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't think we were super equipped to talk about is like <laughs> Lance Armstrong, like did a lot of great things for cancer research and right. all of the Livestrong stuff, like net oh, positive so on the world. It, like, yeah. Um, but he took steroids and his wins were false. So it's like that's kind of like a a macro view of it. Like what what does that mm. It doesn't erase that good things probably came from the Livestrong campaign. So oh, that's such a sad story. But anyways, <laughs> I think we have to cut this short, dude. I got to get going. All right. Okay. Yeah. But um can we we'll just keep uh you know what? How about this? Uh can we continue when I get there? <laughs> we'll, we'll think of we'll do this in two weeks we'll have a more fun topic next week hopefully no worries this yeah is but good. we'll this continue is good. in person or we'll, we'll do yeah. something in person next week we'll do a live podcast live, live podcast Phil, we'll uh, find, we have to find the smallest room that we can rent and then yeah, Carnegie Music Hall yeah <laughs> alright dude All right. take it easy man good hearing easy. from you be safe thanks guys for tuning in staying tuned checking us out <laughs> Anyways, hope you have a good stuff. See you next week. <laughs> All right, see you. And take it easy, man. And cut. cut.